0: Welcome back to 402 Softball Talk. This is a show where I talk to some of the best high school. Fuck, okay. Welcome back to 402 Softball Talk. This is a show where I talk to some of the best softball players and recruits for high school in the great state of Nebraska. This is episode 10, and I'm here with Jordan Ball from Pillion La Vista. How are you doing today, Jordan?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. My first question is who or what got you into softball?
1: Um. So I started playing softball, like T ball, you know, like when I was like four or five. But what really got me into playing it was my older brother Hayden. Um, He always played baseball and I always looked up to him. He was like a pitcher and a first baseman. And so that's when I knew I wanted to be a pitcher just watching him. Um, And I always dreamed of being a first baseman too, but I never was. But that's really where I started like falling in love with the game and knowing that I wanted to play it.
0: So my next question is, what qualities do you believe make a good leader?
1: Some qualities that I think make good leadership, I think one would be like perseverance because in this game of softball, like there's always going to be adversity and a leader needs to be someone that your teammates can look to and see how are we gonna get through this adversity. And so you need to just be like mentally tough. And instead of like crumbling when adversity hits, like find a way to get through it. Um, Another thing that I think makes a good leader is how you develop relationships with your teammates because your teammates are gonna respect you more and like listen to you more. if they know that you like genuinely care about them. And then they know that you're not just doing it because you're mean, but because they know that you want them to be the best that they can be.
0: Speaking of developing good relationships with the teammates, you had a very tough senior class that basically made up the whole field when you guys would play. Who did you grow closest with throughout your times?
1: Um, Throughout my years at Papio, the person I probably the closest with would have been Brooke. And I think a big part of that is just the pitcher catcher relationship, you know, like the stronger that is, the more success you guys are going to have. Um, but also she's just another like outstanding, she's an outstanding leader. And, um, you know, she had my back, I had her back. And um, a lot of the times, you know, like, you know, it'd be after practice on super hot days, she would stick around to catch me. Um, on weekends, so it's like seven in the morning, she'll show up and catch a lesson for me with uh, Darren. And so um, probably just broke because we spent the most amount of time together and she's just an outstanding leader, outstanding teammate, and I have a lot of respect for her.
0: So my next question is, so in 2019, you guys lost to, in the state championship against a tough Lincoln Southwest team. How did you motivate your team after that loss?
1: Um, after that loss, you know, like the general feeling between everyone was mutual. Like we we're all like, we're never letting that happen again. And that was the mood, you know, during the off season, during the summer training, when practices started in the fall, everyone was just like out for blood and everyone was determined to never let that ever happen again. And so like we we're doing our conditioning or we at practice there was just another level of focus, another level of drive and really, um, the success that we had following that, that year, following those two games where we lost, um, is just tribute to everyone being on the same page and everyone not wanting that to happen again.
0: Jason, you played Kinsey Fielder and Lee Summit North. What was your first thoughts and your mindset when you first found out that was at the schedule and then leading up to game time?
1: Um, seeing them on the schedule was super exciting for our team because we knew that they're one of the most well-respected teams from their state and, you know, it was going to be fun. It was something that we had never done before in our four years of high school, um, play teams from other states. So we were really excited and we knew that she was a great player and that they had a really good team. And so we are excited for the challenge and it definitely gave us something to look forward to and work really hard for practice.
0: All right, so my next question is, how would you start playing with Nebraska court?
1: Um, so I actually, I played for Nebraska Gold, like, for like four years, like maybe like 12 to 16 or something like that, 11 to 16, I don't know, something back then, um, then our high school team had a group of girls that wanted to break off and like play together during the summer, so that's what we did, and that turned into Nebraska Premier, and then it turned into Nebraska Thunder Gold, and then, um, that's when Beth Singleton's team and our team kind of like merged. And so that's just how that came back to be, so.
0: So my next question is, who's been a competitor during your club season to play against throughout your high school
1: career? Um, Gosh, I don't know. There's so many really good teams out there, really from all over. But one team that I remember specifically would have been um, the Texas Bombers. They have a pretty good pitcher, really athletic defense and offense. Um, and they were just tough because not only did they have like the skill, but they had the confidence and they had like the fans, you know, every game that they play is, you know, intense and hype because they just bring the hype. Um, so they're a really good team, really confident, mature, and that goes a long way, so.
0: Sure. So, club softball, you go around all over the country during the summer. Who's, our, what's been like the coolest place you've been to or like the most prettiest place, I should say?
1: Um. Probably one of the coolest tournaments that I've been to was Nationals at Huntington Beach because once bracket play starts, it doesn't matter if it's first round or like the quarterfinals or the semis or anything. Every single game is hype. Every single game feels like a championship. Um, One of the prettiest places that I've been to for a tournament, I would say um, like Tennessee. We played like in Nashville or somewhere down there. I don't know, but I just love that part of the country the Smoky Mountains and everything so it wouldn't have been Nashville it would have been a little farther but yeah.
0: All right how does your role differ from Nebraska Golden Papier? Um, I don't
1: I don't really know how much different it would be um, on both teams you know I just do what I can to help out and you know try to be a good leader and um, both Papio and Nebraska Gold were full of great athletes too and great leaders as well. And so I don't know if there really is a big difference.
0: So my next question is, how has Nebraska Gold prepared you for like your high school season?
1: Um, I think playing for Nebraska Gold, especially like back when I was like still in middle school and everything really prepared me for high school because um, school was always a team with a bunch of really good athletes and a bunch of really good softball players and so at practice every Sunday you know you were competing for that spot you were competing to be out on the field you know on championship Sunday um, and in high school it was the same thing when I came in as a freshman Courtney Wallace was there and they had a lot of really good seniors and a really lot of good juniors and sophomores and so every day at high school practice it was a competition and you were fighting to be out on the field and so I think just Nebraska Gold really taught me, you know, like when you play sports, really nothing is given and you're going to have to work for everything. And that was the same way at Papio. So,
0: Sure. Speaking in as coming as a freshman, when you came in as a freshman at Papio, who was that senior that kind of showed you the ropes and like kind of took you underneath their wing and like showed you?
1: Um, For me, I would say Courtney Wallace. Um, She's at Nebraska right now, but my freshman year, you know, she was a starting pitcher and she had been the year before, too, and she really took me under her wing and showed me the ropes, and um, it was kind of just like a good mentor for me.
0: Sure. So when you, so when you came, so like when you were a freshman, you came into that big role, Um, was there any like nervousness coming in? Like were you nervous at all?
1: Um, I think I was a little nervous because just playing for your school and representing your school is a new thing for me that I really hadn't done before. Um, I mean, like middle school basketball, but um, (laughs) I'd never gotten to represent Papio in that way. And so that was pretty, like, it was cool, but it was a little nerve-wracking at first. Like, the first time putting on the Papio uniform and going out there, you know. It was a little scary, but.
0: So my next question is, was there any, like, pressure lifted off of you when you were committed to going into your senior year?
1: You know, there was. Um, So when I decommitted from Nebraska, you know, there was a lot of pressure, especially, you know, being that I couldn't talk to coaches now until um, September 1st in my junior year. Uh, But just that whole summer was pretty stressful and you always want to obviously perform at your best. And so that was just added pressure, Um, but it was a good pressure. Um, But then once I committed, you know, I just, it felt good to know that I knew what my future was now and, I could really just get back to just focusing on the rest of my high school season. Sure.
0: So my next question is, what would you tell a young athlete that's striving to play like you?
1: Okay. So advice I would give um, younger softball players is that, um, you know, like it doesn't come easy. You're gonna need to work your butt off um, and do everything you can to give yourself the the advantage over the next athlete, you know, like take care of your body, you know, get good sleep. You know it's not always fun um like the last party i went to was in middle school and it was a birthday party um so like you have to say no to your friends a lot and you know sometimes it's gonna feel like you're missing out on your high school experience but you're taking care of yourself and you're working for bigger goals so just keep your head down and keep working
0: but um so my next question is when you were that young athlete who did you look up to
1: Um, When I was a young athlete, I always looked up to um, whoever the pitcher at Papio was. Like when I was like in middle school, elementary school, I looked up a lot to Carissa Hovingay and I looked up a lot to Julia Anderson. Like those were girls that I like idolized and I would go to games and like watch. Um, But like in my own family, like I already said, I like, I looked up a lot to my older brother um, and I just wanted to be like him, so.
0: My next question is, what are you gonna miss most about Papillion lavista
1: so um, things I'm going to miss about Papio, I think one of the things I'll miss will just be a Papillion softball and playing for them the last four years because that's a program with a lot of tradition and playing for them is just something really special. Um, I'm also going to miss my family. Um, I'm a big homebody. I'm a big family girl. I'm going to miss them a lot and I'm going to miss my brothers throughout the four years of high school. They've been my best friends, my go-tos. Um, and then I'm just going to miss Papillion in general, you know, like I'm going to miss the Christmas lights during downtown in downtown during the winter. I'm gonna miss the um, sunsets during the summer and Papillion's just home.
0: You committed to the University of Oklahoma. Why'd you pick them?
1: Um, I picked them because I just loved, I mean, obviously they're a successful program and they're obviously well coached, but just like the culture and like what they're about as an organization, like when I was, uh, as a program so like when I was like looking at schools and everything one of the biggest things that I did was I would look at the rosters and follow the girls on social media and just try to get a feel for you know like what's their vibe like what what are they about and I looked for girls that posted about softball family faith those kind of things because going away from home I want to be surrounded by people who are gonna like be my family and where I will fit in and so like They were a program where a lot of their girls were posting about that and so um, when I went down there on my visit you know the culture matched what I had been seeing and so that was one of the biggest things for me
0: all right so my next question is speaking of the recruiting process you've been through a lot of it (laughs) any advice that you would give to somebody who's just maybe now going through it
1: Um, advice to girls I would give that are just starting the recruiting process um, I would say um, take your time do your research um, Go on visits and you know, find a place that feels like home. You know, don't go after the name. You know, even if someplace that you've dreamed of going to and like you go see that it doesn't really it doesn't really fit you. Um, just take your time and make a decision that's best for yourself. Um, really only listen to the people that care about you the most. Listen to your parents, listen to your family, listen to coaches, you know, who care about you. Um, don't listen to what other people really have to say. Just only listen to the people who care about you. Um, and also, like I've already said this, but take your time. Um, if you don't see a lot of action happening right away, you know, just keep your head down, keep working. Um, you know, it doesn't happen super fast for everybody. Some like there are girls on my team who are going like to really good schools and you know, it didn't happen right away for them, but they kept working and they kept relying on their teammates and playing for their teammates. And you know, it, it ended up working out for them. So everybody, you know, the timing happens different for everybody, so.
0: Oklahoma's 2021 recruitment class is obviously one of the top in the country. Have you grown any close with any of the other, other commits?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I already know like who I'm going to room with and everything. Um, I will be rooming with like a catcher from California and another girl from California. And so I've been talking to them quite a bit and they're really cool girls. And I've, you know, they're probably the ones that I've grown the closest to, but I have um, talked to the other girls as well and everyone seems really nice. I'm just excited to get down there and just build those friendships.
0: This podcast with the final question. What are you looking to accomplish your freshman year at Oklahoma?
1: So my freshman year in Oklahoma, um, I just want to go down there. I want to work hard. I want to make good relationships with my teammates um, and, you know, just see what happens. Um, expand on opportunities that I get. And, you know, at the end of the season, hopefully, you know, we're winning the national championship.
0: I would like to thank Jordy Ball for taking the time to visit with us, and we wish her the best of luck to finish out her high school season and onto the collegiate level. I would like to thank our followers for listening. If you enjoy our show, make sure to share our podcast with your friends. You can find me by searching at 402hoops at every social media platform. Where can they find you, Jordy?
1: Instagram is at Jordy Ball.
0: Until next time, you can check us out
1: online. <laughs>